is this is a football podcast, man. Meat, football, good. Man, we talk football. We eat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. It's Josh. It's Ben. Week five has come. Week five has gone. And not, not quite. Well, you're right. You're right. Not quite. We do have the Monday night game to play. We've got Raiders. We've got uh, who, who are the Raiders playing tonight? I'm I don't know Green how Bay. much I'm, Green Bay. Okay. I've got my start of the week at quarterback playing tonight. And so, you know. I I'm disappointed be because I, I started Aaron Jones in the league. Yeah. And uh, now that he's been ruled out, don't have another player on the team that I can start. Yeah, that's brutal. I So that's fun. So Aaron Jones, he was good to go all week long and then was a late scratch this afternoon out of the blue, out of the ether. I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. But, Mild, mildly upset about that. But the hamstring apparently is not good to go. Thankfully, the one league where I did have Aaron Jones and was going to have to roll him out there, I was able to find A.J. Dillon on waivers, and it's only because it's a work league and it's an eight-team league, so, you know, there's all kinds of guys on waivers. Waivers is a gold mine. Eight-team leagues will do that for you. Eight-team, they're, they're a blessing. A blessing and a curse because everybody's lineup is amazing. Except that one guy that drafted the whole Jets team. I kid you not, that's an actual real thing. Uh, and, you know... He's understandably terrible, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's brutal. How'd your teams do this week? Uh honestly, this may have been my best week of the year. Probably I had I won more leagues than I lost this week. And every league that I'm like the most heavily invested in, I've either been in the longest or I know a bunch of people in. Not only did I win, like I won in dominant fashion in most of them. You love to see I, it. I either had A, Jamar Chase, or I had DJ Moore on those teams. That is, so, that's a combination. And it wasn't just yeah. that you had DJ Moore or Jamar Chase. There was one league, maybe our second most important league, the League of Ordinary Gentlemen, where you went out there and you had Travis Etienne on top of Jamar Chase and David Montgomery and Joe Burrow. Cooper Cup's been sitting on my IR, so he got put back into the lineup. I mean, basically... Started Stafford off the bench. Everybody who was good this week, they were just in that lineup in that league, and I'm pretty sure you set the scoring record for the league this week. I did. The previous record was actually your own. It was 216 points. Uh, I've hit, I hit I hit 232 points. Blew it out of the water. I don't know if 230 is going to get touched again. That one, that's like everybody that's a, in your lineup had 20 plus essentially. And most of it happened like during the four o'clock window because that's when I had the most guys going. So like, it was just it was a special time to be watching those 4 o'clock games because I'm heavily invested in the Bengals in a lot of leagues because I love Chase, I love Burrow and them. To see them finally start clicking, start look. Joe, Joe Burrow started looking like his old self against the Cardinals. To see that, to... I haven't really had any shares of Cup yeah. until this this offseason. I bought him in, a, in this Dynasty League. So to, to experience that was really, really fun 
and it was great to watch. And yeah, it was it was a magical magical four o'clock window for me. And I, it was so fun too because with uh, NFL Red Zone, you had like four games on. And they were all good. They were all good. Every games. game was good. There was a lot of fantasy goodness happening, and it felt like every five minutes we were cutting from one big play to another one. And more often than not, like I would have or you would have a fantasy player of note in the highlight happening. So it was like every five minutes you're just like, yes, yes. Oh, it, was, it just kept going oh. over and over again. It was uh, my start. It was like it was even the players I didn't have. Like I was happy about. Like I my start of the week at running back was Brees Hall. So I'm like, I'm sitting here watching Jamar Chase score, yep. seeing Cooper Cup go off, and then I get a highlight like, oh, Brees Hall just took a 72 yarder to the end zone. Oh man, same as he did last year against the Broncos. And I just I just want to say, side note, all of my starts of the week all performed. They did. I said Brees Hall, uh, Matthew Stafford. You know, wasn't amazing, but he got you 20 points. You're happy with that. And then Calvin Ridley and uh, Christian Kirk both had big games against the Bills. Not to pat yourself on the back or anything. But, I'll take you know. it. I will take it. <laughs> it was a big week, a really good week. Um, bef- we've got news. We've got studs. We've got weenies and all that fun jazz on this episode. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now, subscribe. Hit the little notification bell so you can see when we go live for every episode. And if you're listening... Uh, in your podcast player, whatever that might be. Uh, leave us a rating and review. Wherever you're listening to the show, it helps us out a lot. And, uh, you know, it's I think it's one of the few great ways, the easy ways that you can support what we're doing, and it takes like two seconds. It's wonderful, and we greatly appreciate it. We appreciate everybody Hello. listening, watching, all the fun things. Couldn't do it without you guys. We really couldn't. All righty. News. There's quite a bit of injury news coming out of Sunday's games. Some of them mildly annoying. Yeah, just just a little bit mildly. We'll jump through these pretty quickly, but Devon Achan injured his ankle slash knee and did not return he was after running too fast. He was he was running too fast. His star burned too bright. That's what happened. By the way, dude's amazing. Dude's absolutely I, amazing. I'll be the first to admit I was, I was wrong about him. I, I I did not think he was going to be bad per se, but I just didn't think with the other stars on the team he was big enough to really even make an impact. But it turns out when you can take eight carries and get a hundred yards for them and a touchdown, that's that's all you need. That'll Mike do it. McDaniel's offense, yeah. and his play calling and design is just on a different level him and Shanahan right now are just untouchable the wildest stat I think I've ever seen and this is now I mean it is a small sample size what we've got so far in the NFL but it's not a tiny sample we've now got five games and Devon Achan is second in the league in rushing he is first in yards per carry. Yeah, because he's only got like 25 he averages 12.1 on the season. Yards That's an exaggeration, but the second guy I don't right know what now the exact is Brees Hall at 7.2. That is nuts. That's crazy. I did Absolutely not see bonkers. this coming. No. 
I didn't even see this coming, and I was high on him. I was like, yeah, Devon I remember Achen's when we great. did our top twenty four awesome. running backs. You had him at twenty four, and like I, I made you take him out. Like you got to be kidding me, Josh. Like get him out of here. Yeah, you laughed in my face. You said this. That's ridiculous. And I was like, okay, you know and, what? I don't have a ton of conviction. I'm. This is not a hill I'm going to die on. So I, I was like, sure, whatever. And I'm not going to say like you know, I was you know dead. I mean, I was wrong, obviously. But most people probably would have agreed with me at the time. Like, no, he's. I'm not taking him in the top yes. 24. Yes, most people would. I was definitely on a hill by myself with that one. There was not. There was. There were some people like the dynasty truthers, the real like crazy nutheads, were like, yeah, he's great. But there were there were few and far between. But anyways, Achan injured his ankle slash knee. Uh, don't really have any news in, in terms of what it, the injury might actually be, how long he'll be out. Uh, Mike McDaniel talked about it, but it, it, it didn't really say anything. So we don't really have any news. Just monitor the practice reports, and we'll see how he progresses. Uh, Travis Kelsey did not practice today on Monday. They played Thursday against the Broncos. So he injured his ankle. Yeah, they said a high ankle sprain. But he also came back after the injury and scored a <laughs> touchdown. And they put him yeah. on the field. He might have just gotten a shot. They they, they also put him he on the field like on the hands team when they were about to run the Hail Mary at the end of the game. Yeah. So I don't know how healthy he is. He may not play Thursday. I think right now, before waivers run, if you have an opportunity to go grab some tight end on waivers or Take just Noah pivot, Gray or somebody just I as, would, as a precaution. Yeah. I would I would plan on pivoting and be pleasantly surprised yeah, if he I'm, plays. I think that's sort of how I would. I'm play. hopeful that the fact that he came back in is a good sign that they're just being cautious. But yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah, there is it's a short and also, week and a high ankle sprain does scare me a little bit. Yeah, and and they're playing the Broncos. They don't they don't need. Let's him. just. You don't need which it makes you sad as a Kelsey owner. I'm like that's a beautiful matchup like Kelsey might score four times in that I know game. honestly but maybe uh maybe it's a Rasheed Rice game or maybe it's a Sky Moore game or a Kadarius again Tony fire game up no a, one I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah nobody um Anthony Richardson injured his shoulder I have seen it posited that it's a grade three AC joint sprain which is basically a more severe version of what Derek Carr had Derek Carr played the week he after injuring have. his shoulder. He probably shouldn't have. He was not good. And I think his was a grade one AC joint sprain. Uh, it looks like Anthony Richardson thus far has dodged the broken collarbone, has dodged the separated shoulder stuff. So it's not as serious as it could have been, but it's still probably a multi-week injury. Yeah, this is the second time this year he's been he's been banged up. He's He's going to... I don't know if he's got a little bit of Josh Allen syndrome of he's going to go out there and he's sacrificing his body. And he's a big guy. I get it. You can take some hits, but you're not going to make it long in this league if you do yeah. that. Yeah, he's got to figure out a way to protect himself. It was the third game in five that he's left early due to injury. Yeah, he's – I guess I'm, I've been so. pleasantly surprised with Anthony Richardson. I knew he'd be great for fantasy if he started, but he has turned out to be – a better just actual quarterback than I thought he would be, but he's got to protect himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson tweaked his hamstring. 
I don't really know how severe this one is. This is probably a wait yeah, and see. Yeah, I'll look up, but... actually, because I saw um, on his player profile that, you know, they were doing an MRI on it and would update us later. That was, like, eight hours ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. He just yeah, still, pulled up Still nothing, they said, is still being evaluated. So I don't know if that's good. Fair enough. I don't know. It, there probably won't be any news on this one until later in the week at the earliest. Um, again, I don't know. It's one of those things. Be, be prepared to pivot on him, him too. I would. Uh, James Conner injured his knee. Daniel Jones injured his neck. I am not surprised also, that Daniel Jones is hurt. No real news. He, He's dude, getting the amount of hammered sacks. out there absolutely slaughtered yeah i'm not saying he's been great he's getting murdered but like this is it's not fair to him what they're doing to him out there he's getting killed he's getting murdered i mean there was 11 sacks i think it was 11 sacks last week and it wasn't any better this week i mean he the, the offensive line's terrible it's absolutely terrible. I mean, the line's terrible there's no there's no receivers darren waller actually had his first good game of the year but I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's still not enough. No, no, they, <clears throat> I don't know that they, they are horrendous on offense. And I think I looked, and the Broncos and Giants play a Sunday night game that's this not year. Fair. Can we flex that? That's y'all setting, gotta flex that. <laughs> that's setting back offense ten years. Just y'all have that got game. to flex that game out of there. That's got to be. That's got to be like the, I don't know, it's either 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock game that nobody, not even the in-market people will get that game. Like, no one should watch that game. That one needs to be blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> Give that one to Apple TV or, or, or whoever. No one needs to see that. Nobody need. No, that that one's terrible. All right, studs. There this were big many week. of them. It was There was a lot of points scored this week. It was fantastic. Um, DJ Moore started us off on Thursday night. Wow. 230 yards, three touchdowns. He was the only wide receiver to catch a pass from Justin Fields. Are you serious? I did not see that. that. I know I started, I mean, it's a, you know, another league and it's a deeper league, but I started Darnell Mooney and I saw he was like 0 for 4. So I'm like, oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he targeted other receivers, but DJ Moore was the only one to actually catch a pass, believe it or not. That's wild. Absolutely wild. Cole Komet caught a few, caught a touchdown, but it was the DJ Moore show. He dominated. and uh, I loved all the memes. Know, Thursday night Twitter was I was seeing nuts. of everybody like, well, the fantasy week is over on Thursday night because I played DJ Moore. Yeah. And the people yeah, who, I mean, when you go out who and I think benched had, DJ Moore. There were several of those. I, I, yeah, I saw a few of those. There was a guy in one of our main leagues that did bench DJ Moore and just the self-loathing Thursday night when he realized, oh, no. And it wasn't even when it was final. It was like during the game in the first quarter when DJ Moore had like 15 points. He already. had Amon Ra, too, like, and oh, he was no. like, I meant to start DJ Moore over Amon Ra. I forgot it was Thursday. <laughs> and he... Oh no! He immediately after the game. This is this is just really funny. He put DJ Moore on the trade block, 
Within 24 hours, he was so mad, he traded DJ Moore. He's like, I got to get him off my roster because this is just also just more to the story. In another one of our leagues that he and I are both in, I am playing him this week and started DJ Moore. So that hurt his heart there. And in another league, it's a dynasty league that he's like in the middle of a full rebuild. Like he's like he wants the number one yeah. overall pick. So and the the like the number one overall picks determined by max points four, and he has DJ Moore in that league. So he's like, I don't need fifty points. It was great. I can't believe he managed to get a deal done for DJ Moore. Traded him for Tony Pollard. It's wild. Traded him high. Hey, I, I don't know if I might not prefer DJ more than Tony Pollard right now. Uh, I mean, for Dynasty, I would. Not for redraft this year. For Dynasty, I don't know. Tony Pollard, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, DJ Moore was the 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 neutralizer, I guess, of a lot of lineups. And unless you happen to have Jamar Chase, who outscored him because DJ Moore was the wide receiver two on my, the week. Uh, this was my favorite meme of the week was, I think Fantasy Guides actually posted this. It was like a photo or a video of Michael Scott. And it, like the caption was, if you faced DJ Moore but started Jamar Chase, it was like, threat, neutralized. <laughs> yeah, I mean, DJ Moore goes out, has 49 PPR points, and Jamar Chase says, Hold oh yeah? Beer. How about 52? Jamar Chase Crazy. had one of his what vintage Jamar Chase games. It was it was beautiful. I like I said, I, I do like the Bengals a lot. I like their swagger. I like the players. Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase is unreal. He he sent out a it was one of those big games. reminder of oh yeah, Jamar Chase is elite. Yes. That's what it was. It was one of those games where if you had forgotten how good these Bengals are or were or whatever. This was the reminder, like, oh yeah, they're they're really good. They can score points. We just needed Joe Burrow to get a little healthier, to have a little bit of movement in the pocket, and uh, and just target Jamar Chase like twenty times, which is that's pretty much exactly yeah, what he did. The team is at his best when Jamar Chase is getting the ball. Guess what? Get it, keep feeding him. T Higgins can stay out at this point. For all I care, I just need <laughs> Jamar Chase to eat. He's oh, he's so good. Uh, Tyreek Hill had himself a day. It was outshone by the fact that, you know, he was the wide receiver on there, three there by were two a very receivers that scored margin. 50, and Tyreek quietly had like 30. Yes. He had, let's see here. Let me pull up the exact number. He had 32.1 PPR points. That's not good enough, Tyreek. I need better. Most weeks. And honestly, it felt like it was a very quiet 32 now that I'm thinking about it. It was nine targets, eight for 180, and a touchdown. Because nobody was really but watching I them, like I don't it feel like. It was the, against up. the Giants. Like nobody, Everybody knew they were going to curb stomp them. Yeah, which they did. And it was just kind of like business as usual. Yeah, Miami. Wild. Um, George Pickens. Where did that come from? He had uh, 130 and the game-winning touchdown over the Ravens. 26 PPR points, 10 targets. That's, that's pretty good. That's that's the sort of thing that we've been expecting from George Pickens, and he finally came through. Is George Pickens legit? I think he might I be. I don't know. He's good. I don't. It depends on what our definition. He feels of like he's is. got a little bit of the DJ Moore syndrome to me. He's extremely explosive. He himself is a excellent, excellent player. 
situation is yeah. just situation is far worse than DJ Moore's. Pittsburgh, I know they beat the Ravens, but still. Yeah, did you see the um, the clip of Matt Canada when they scored that game-winning touchdown? No. The lack of excitement was because appalling. He, he, knows he was sitting there stone-faced him. in the Everyone booth. hates him. Uh, yeah, everybody hates him. And everybody on, on the internet is like, I wonder if he called a, a play that was audible at the line by Kenny Pickett. <clears throat> Kenny Pickett sees one-on-one for Pickens and goes, Kenny no, got the play call throwing said, the ball uh, to Pickens. Uh, no. I think that's what happened. And I think, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think a lot of people are like, I wonder why Matt Canada looks like somebody ran over his puppy when they just won. And I, I think that might have had something to do with it. It's a better play, Matt. You just don't know it. Adam Thielen. Old man getting it done. Quietly in a game where the Panthers got absolutely murdered. He has 11 for 107 and touchdown 27 points. That's just, he's quietly been very, I mean, very he's good. the best receiver there. I mean, Bryce Jones needs somebody he can lean on. And the crafty vet, he's always been there. So, going to keep it going. Any other receivers we want to talk about before we go over here to quarterbacks? There were... There was a duo of Bills that had 20-plus points. Uh, Calvin Ridley, Puka Nakua, yeah, and I was, Cooper I, Cup. I did want to mention Puka and, and Cooper Cup. Cup, no limitations. Immediately back into his old role. Looked amazing. Was fantastic. But we got we got the answer. I said I, said I wanted to wait a week. We got the answer. Puka Nakua is not going to go anywhere. He's still... Where... It was a it was a nice matchup because this it was the true. Eagles. The Eagles secondary is a little suspect, and you figured they were going to have to throw the ball, score some points. They didn't score points, but they threw the ball. How do you feel about? I mean, obviously Cooper Cup, you lock him in. We don't. I don't think yeah, we need to really talk about him. Instantly, Cup is back in my top five. But w- yes, I agree. But with Puka Nakua, where are you sort of the rest of the season? Generally speaking, yeah. In, in, like you said, it was a good matchup, but I think he's. For the time being, lock him still as a as a mid mid to high wide receiver too. I've got him okay. fifteen to eight fifteen to twenty somewhere in that range. How about this? I'll put your your projection to the test here. Would you rather have Puka Nakua or DK Metcalf right now? Puka, honestly. Puka or T Higgins. Puka. Puka or Devonta Smith? Smith. I think the upside's higher. Okay. Interesting. So. I know Devonta Smith yeah, just I mean, had a bad that's week. That's a very good player. That's a, he's had a couple bad weeks. But, yeah, it's Puka. It's so tough, dude. It is. It's still going to be very difficult because the ceiling, I think, is a little bit capped with Cup there. 19 targets just isn't going to happen anymore. But he's still got 11. Yeah. And he scored. I think he out-targeted I mean, Cup. if he doesn't he didn't score, Cup only have like, a, like 10 targets? I think they... Uh, Cup had okay. 12, Puka had I mean, 11. Let's just say split them 50-50. It's basically the same. Yeah. They each had a 30% target share. I'll so take it. You'll take it. 
Um, all right, quarterbacks. Justin Fields, obviously, with hey, DJ Moore going like he's off. He's turning Fields the corner. Back-to-back, back four touchdown weeks. <sighs> Dude, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you because it's it's Denver and then it's Washington on a short week. And I feel like there's a little bit of I, – I don't know. I'm not 100% convinced because he looked so horrific for three weeks prior and then so good. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I believe it. I mean, he's kind of – he did the same thing last year where he started out slow, slow, slow. People were really didn't care. And then all of a sudden, boom, and he had like three straight weeks of 30 points. He did. Yeah, and – he hasn't really done it with his legs so far, so which I want to say is impressive, maybe. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely something that I would be excited about because what we I mean the the script on him is that he's a rushing quarterback and when he was dominant last year it was on the ground. So for him to take steps forward as a passer, that's awesome because that means he keeps his job. But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, the, the Panthers are terrible, and the Bears are maybe not the worst team in the NFL, but they're not far off. They're, they're going to have a top five pick. I would agree. They're probably going to have two top five picks. They're, they're, they're e- easily two top ten Legitimately picks. may have it from the, uh, from the Panthers because they have the Panthers pick. Yeah. Yep. It'll be interesting. Anyways, Fields, I think you keep starting him. Uh, he's going to have weeks like this. Either I, I would imagine it's going to be more on the ground. I, I just things will I don't break know if down. The passing teams is, are going to cover DJ Moore, but when things break down, that's when his legs come into play. So he's still the floor is very safe. Yeah. I feel like for Fields. I think so. Even if he's terrible, he can still give you like 12 to 15 points like on a like that's, really bad that's week. That's an Granted, abysmal week. You would think that about Lamar Jackson, but yeah. So Lamar will make a li- Lamar we'll will not on Lamar him. will make an appearance today, but not on the studs list. He will. No. Uh Jared Goff. Four touchdowns? Is that what he, is that what he was? was it three or four? He scored three. I think. Yeah, it was three. Jared Goff is. You'll take it. Very is, nice. Uh, him and him and Brock Purdy right now are like, <laughs> kind of like the same guy to me, and I like I like Brock Purdy a little a bit. lot. Big per, the dude's undefeated. I don't know what else you want me to say. Like yeah, you want to talk junk about him? Fine, go ahead. But guy ain't lost, and he just dropped four touchdowns on what's supposed to be an amazing Dallas defense, and he he shredded them. He did. So, Absolutely torched them. But both of those guys... Yeah, I mean, they're both very They benefit efficient. from having unbelievable weapons and a very good offensive coach. Yes. Great offensive lines, great weapons, great coaching. It'll That'll do it for you. I mean, this is not to take away from them uh, because individually I think they're both very good because quarterbacks don't just do what they're doing. Like, they have to be very good and understand their system extremely well. So they're very good, but it helps right. so much to have all this going for absolutely um we should also mention here uh jalen hurts josh allen both had very solid weeks you know how Um, good these guys are when jalen hurts and josh allen both score 30 points and you're kind of like 
could have been could have been better. It honestly could have been because I feel like Josh Allen got a lot of points at the end of the game. Yeah, he he racked up in garbage and time. He definitely did. There was those last couple drives there when they had to have it. He delivered. They got it, but you know, obviously, it wasn't enough to win. Jalen Hurts wasn't amazing, but you know, he also had uh, what did he have? Seventy yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. Yeah. That'll that'll boost a week for sure. Uh, let's see here. Any other quarterbacks worth mentioning? Sam Howell had a pretty decent week. Desmond Ritter, Joe Burrow don't, bounced don't talk back to me in about a major Desmond way. Ritter. I mean, he had a good fantasy week, man. Three hundred yards. Uh, what did he have here? Desmond, rushing? I don't need you to go out there and win no, games. All right, else. I need you to get Arthur Smith fired, man. C.J. Stroud did his darndest. He went down, had a potential game-winning drive, but he left too much time on the clock for Mr. Desmond Ritter. It's ridiculous. How mad were you on that comeback drive? Because that drive, I mean... Pretty mad. Our Arthur Smith hate aside, that was a thing of beauty. It was. To just see... But the Texans we all know and love defense came back on that one. Like, that's, that's the they Texans, did. I know. Not this team that's smoking the Jaguars. Yeah. They were, they came back. I don't know, if I didn't hate uh, my coach, on that one. I would have loved that. You'd be very happy as a Falcons fan right now, sitting at, what are y'all, three and two? Two and, no, yeah, three and two, because we won first two games, I think. And then we lost bad to Jacksonville. Then we lost bad to the Lions. And then we won this one. How excited are you about that winning record? Not very. We're going to have, like, pick 15. <laughs> We're going to be stuck with Desmond Ritter. Unless we can somehow trade for Kyler Murray, which I would love that. Listen, if Desmond Ritter plays like he did Sunday, I wouldn't be all that mad. Okay, but, but what about the previous four weeks where he looked like dog crap? Well, well, yeah, but you know, Drake London got involved. Our our blessed Kyle Pitts finally emerged. Thank from the you, grave. Lord. <laughs> Arthur, do you see what happens when you give your best player eleven targets? You win the freaking game. It was a miracle. I, I was gonna save this for the it was end, an absolute miracle. but let's just go ahead and talk about it. Kyle Pitts is not on the weekly weenies this week. It's it is a Christmas wow. miracle. It's not even it, Christmas. It, it's a Columbus Day he miracle. He got the ball, like, multiple times. He had 11 targets. 11. We were, talk- we were talking before the game, and we were wondering, like, is he hurt? And they just haven't said anything about it. Because I've seen he some healthy. clips from All-22 film. He did. He looked good. But I've seen clips from the first few weeks of All-22 film, and he just doesn't look like the Kyle Pitts we have known, sort and, of known. and loved in the past. Yes, sort of intermittently known. He's been kind of dodgy there. He's been a fake friend. Let's put it that way. But he showed up. He looked good. They got him the ball. I mean, they had to. It was a close game. But then I also see the the film where he's just running wide open down the field, and either A, they don't throw it to him, or B, Desmond Ritter just misses him. But there's been a lot of that, too. He did look healthy. I've, I've seen the film you're talking about, too, where he's just... Something's just not right, and you can tell when you're watching him. But he he looked healthy the whole time. Yeah. 
It did look now, a lot better. This is not to say uh, that they're so not yeah. going to go out and target him twice next week and be happy with that. It could I'm not well saying happen. to start Kyle Pitts. Don't start Kyle Pitts. You got to see it at least twice no, with, in a row. With him and Two this offense, weeks. I want to see it like three or four times in a row before I trust it. <laughs> I've been hurt too many times. Uh, it's been brutal. It's been absolutely brutal. There's been nothing there. So I don't blame you. I mean, wait four or five, maybe the whole season. <laughs> maybe just <laughs> maybe just try to, to buy him low and be happy with that. There you go. All right, uh, running backs. There were quite a few of them. Maybe not the ones you would have thought, but Travis I mean, Etienne. This one probably tops things off. I mean, he was great. Expect- he was great. What did he have? Like 180 yeah. total yards. I, I did say last week when we were talking about this. Um, I'm not moving away from I know ETN hadn't been having the amazing season, but I wasn't moving on to him because he's getting 90% of the touches out of that backfield. And guess what? When the touchdown showed yeah. up, that volume is going to pay off, and it did this week. He was phenomenal, and it was, I think, a bit predictable because you're right. Like When you have all that volume, good things will happen. That's just the way it works in fantasy football. Yeah. So... You sh- you sh- I guess the only thing you say is I wish you'd bought Travis Etienne when he was <laughs> bought him low because now he's you're never going to get him. Yeah. Uh, Zach Moss. I thought JT was back. Did you have this one? Did you have that one pegged, huh? <laughs> I, I love the... I saw the people on Twitter like, show me a lineup where you actually did start uh, <laughs> Zach Moss. No, no lying. Don't lie to me and say you started Zach Moss because you didn't. Think, I don't think anybody did. I mean, we sh- we not that we should have seen this coming because obviously Zach Moss himself had a great game, but people are mad about like Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, he was back finally. They openly were saying he was going to be on a very small snap count and they're going to work him back in. So we should not be surprised that he yeah. had a bad game. I am going to say that I am impressed with Zach Moss. Yeah, I kind of thought Zach Moss sucked there for a little bit, and he's proved me wrong. He's he's looked very decent. What do you do now? Obviously, they just gave Jonathan Taylor a bag, which the optics of it look pretty suspect because you just paid a running back that has not played for you a ton of money, and the guy that's replaced him has been phenomenal. I don't understand what the Colts were doing. Like, it it it's it's the most strangely run front office I seem like you you talked all this junk about him in the offseason that you like openly did not want to pay him and that he wanted to leave so you cost he that cost you four weeks of his production and which you mm-hmm. could have had him and Anthony Richardson out there in the process your backup running back is killing it through the first four weeks of the season so then you just pay him and give him exactly what he wanted this whole time I'll be honest. I know I know Jonathan Taylor's amazing. I know he's fantastic and he's a difference maker. But the way that offense has looked so far, I I don't know if I would have done it. Yeah, I think I think I tried yes, to what I'm it. saying. You could have gotten something more helpful to the offense as a whole than than paying Jonathan Taylor. And I and you know I love Jonathan yeah. Taylor. I've loved Jonathan Taylor for a while. He's one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. I mean, go get heck just a second round pick. Recoup the pick. I, I mean, I mean, what do you do? You know. think, and maybe this is a long shot. I like. I know the Bengals aren't going to use T. Higgins. You do you think you could have gotten T. Higgins to help 
him out? I don't. Maybe oh, not. If you could have gotten T. Higgins in some sort of return for Jonathan Taylor, I, it's just I know Taylor's great, but just and the fantasy part of it aside, because this this is not really a fantasy football sort of argument. It's a real life football sort of argument. But Jonathan Taylor is he v- more valuable to a team than T. Higgins is? You could probably make an argument for it. But in my mind, I mean, when you've got good production on the ground already, go get another receiver that's a stud. And you have a young You don't have to throw the pick out. and Exactly. I mean, you've got the guy of the future. Just keep him healthy. And I don't know. In my mind, the way to keep him healthy is have pass catchers so he doesn't have to run. Have a good offensive line. They've got a good offensive line. They probably just need another good receiver. And, and they're, they're not wheels that, up. J- not that but having Jonathan Taylor is bad, though. I mean... Having Jonathan Taylor no, is going I mean, to make your team better. Absolutely. Yeah. Zach Moss has just kind of said, hey, I'm here. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, he's and, and it won't matter. His role will go away very soon. Not He's not going to disappear. I think he's earned some touches. But when they yeah. unleash Jonathan Taylor, this, this just makes me excited for when they truly do unleash him. He's going to be unstoppable. I think starting next week, Starting next week, Jonathan Taylor's back to being a top 10 running back. He's, yeah. It's going to be pretty scary, I think. All right. Start of the week? Yeah, start of the week. Brees Hall. Wow. Excellent. We said uh, if if it wasn't going to happen this week, I don't know if it's going to happen. Boy, oh boy, did it happen this week. He got the volume. He had the explosiveness. Like in, in week one against the Bills, he had a long run where he just couldn't quite take it the distance. He wasn't 100% back in week one. He's 100% now, and he cooked the Denver defense. Yeah, he looked phenomenal. He's second in the NFL in yards per carry at 7.2, but it's only because Devon Chan is averaging 12. So uh, let's be honest here. Brees Hall's basically number one in the NFL in rushing yards per attempt uh, because 12 just that's, – that's, that's ludicrous. Absurd. He has been phenomenal per touch. And I know it's Denver, and I know the Jets' offenses look suspect, but I think they are turning a corner, and I think they're now a functional offense. Maybe not a great offense. Zach Wilson but does a not functional look horrible. One. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't look amazing, but he doesn't look absolutely Better than he has terrible. been the past two years. And I years. think that's really all you need. Yeah, so in this offense, I think Brees Hall, you can lock him in. He's a top-12 running back. I think we're at that point. He, it, was, it's so, it was so good to see. Uh, speaking of Devon Achan, he's right here. Once again, top five running back. Amazing. 11 carries, 150 yards. Uh, yeah. I've never seen anything like I, this I before. Think in our, Need I we think in more? our OG league, did you start the next three names? You started Brees Hall, Devon Achan, and the next guy we're going to talk about. All three of them this week. I did. I started Brees Hall, Devon Achan, and David Montgomery. Wow. It was a great week. It was a phenomenal week. David Montgomery, once again, amazing. In the absence of Jameer Gibbs in a plus matchup, he had 100 yards and a touchdown. He was stuffed on the on the one twice as well, so it could have been even a bigger week for David Montgomery. Um, he actually was efficient on a per-touch basis this week. He's been like a four yards a carry kind of guy for the first four weeks. Looked a lot better in this one. I think at one point I, I saw he was like 16 for 110, and I can't remember what he actually ended yeah, up at. I think he at, had like five or something this week. 
little over five. That's pretty good. We'll take it. Pretty good. You'll take it. Uh, any other running backs you want to talk about? I think that's it. Tight ends. Believe it or not. Big tight end week. There were several of them. It it really was. There were, let's see here, uh, nine tight ends that scored 15 or more PPR points. The tight ends have heard when was the last time have heard the frustration that? of the fantasy managers and said, We got you. I, I said, We're stepping up for you. Um, we've got George Kittle leading things off. Three catches, three touchdowns. That'll do it. Thank you, sir. Well done. Against Dallas, I love it. It, it didn't. It didn't need much. Uh, Dallas Goddard arrived. He's he's finally he's showed up. Eight ghost for this 101. year. He hadn't existed. He went from being the tight end thirty to a uh, I think it was like the tight end six. In yeah, that's how bad tight ends are. After after about tight end four, <laughs> if you have a twenty point week, you're top five. Yeah, honestly, bizarre. Um, Travis Kelsey. I mean. That one, that one's not surprising. Nobody's surprised. Maybe a little bit surprising here. Logan Thomas on the Thursday night game. God, he existed, really. He was phenomenal. I, I, I did, too. Nine for 77 in a touchdown. That's really good. I kind of wish that the receivers would have done a little bit more. But, you know, Logan Thomas was there to clean up on aisle nine. Sam Laporta. Sam Laporte is very good. Oh, baby. He oh, is. Baby. Where do you have Sam Laporte rest of the season? Top five. I think we talked about this before, but it's it's like Kelsey, Andrews, Hawk. Uh, he's in that conversation at four, four or five. I know Laporta. So. On the season, Laporta, it's it's five weeks. So, again, s- small sample size. But Sam Laporta right now is the tight end one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is um, shattering the, the rookie tight ends aren't good. This one is. Yeah. Uh, this is also somewhat due to the fact that Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews have missed a game. This is true. So, in, in per-game stats, he's not tight end one but on the season he's tight end one right now uh tj hawkinson is tight end three of those two guys who do you prefer because i think that's the conversation i think you're looking at travis kelsey's i think the clear number one right now mark andrews i think has sort of settled into number two between laporta and hawkinson they are in very similar territory right now who of those two guys do you? i prefer? think i still take hawkinson especially with the justin jefferson news Hawkinson's, I mean, this is not that, that Laporte is bad by any means. He's been phenomenal. Hawkinson's volume, though, is much more consistent. Laporta only had, I think, four catches this week on, like, five targets, whereas Hawkinson had, like, nine targets. So is, is Laporta amazing? Yes, obviously. I've got him in my top five. I think I'd prefer just – I think Hawkinson's a little bit safer. Yeah, Hawkinson does have five more catches on the season, but it's it's not a huge gap. Laporta has the touchdowns, though. That's that's where he's getting him. He's got three touchdowns already. Yeah, I, that's nice. You'll yeah, take this it. Is, it's, in one league, I have Travis Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson, and Sam Laporta. <laughs> I have locked kind of the tight end position down. You don't get to have any. I have all it, of them. 
It's unfortunate too because you can only start yeah, one listen, of them. No, like, no. In that league, I got two flex spots. You think I won't? Yeah, but have you listen, ever? Listen, I'm an injury away from running ever, a two tight end set, okay? You're an injury away. You have not yet said, you know what? We're going double tight ends. Here I'll the, run three tight ends. Positional spot and the flex. Oh my God. You won't do it. I, I hope I don't have to, but we'll see. If you start three tight ends <laughs> this week, I will give you $10. I want more than $10. <laughs> I want Brees Hall. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, weenies, shall oh, we talk yes, about we shall. Hit us with All right, let's start it off with your boy Lamar Jackson with nine points. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I get it. They're a good defense, but you can't lose that game. It was bad. Lamar, this is unacceptable. It was so bad. Dak Prescott. Again, it's the 49ers, but you threw three picks, my guy. That what was, was that. I don't even know where to begin with that game. Like Brock Purdy obviously is is a stud, but did you know that Dallas didn't get in the red zone against San Francisco? No. They did not. Not, not once. once. Their one touchdown was from uh is like a 26 yarder from some dude I don't even know. Some <laughs> some backup running back scored a 26 yard touchdown. Other than that, they did not get into the red zone. That, and that doesn't count because they didn't, like, have the ball in the red zone. Not oh, one time. Geez. It's unbelievable. He, I don't remember what his final stat line was, but he threw three picks. Just, did you, so did you watch the game or no, most I, of I it? I really didn't. I didn't get to watch that one. Okay. I was so following it on my, on my phone game, and Twitter and stuff. Okay, if you're watching the game and you happened to do some sort of drinking game involving the announcers mentioning the fact that the Dallas Cowboys now run a West Coast, or as they called it, a Texas Coast offense, you would have been plastered drunk. But the amount of times that they just were talking about how they switched how up the offense to you? avoid Dak throwing How did picks. that work out for you? The game where they talked about him not throwing picks, he threw three of them. 49ers are on a... It was un- terrible. That's a different level of a team right there. They do look so good. They Some look people so may good. may not believe which- me, but as it as it sits right now, I don't think the Chiefs beat them. The Bengals obviously don't beat them. I don't think the Chargers beat them. I don't, I don't think the Bills beat them. No. I'm not even sure the Eagles beat them right now. They... They are untouchable as of this moment. They're looking really good. It is week I five. I know. So there's a there's a long way to go, but they they do look. I mean, well sturdy is, right now. is undefeated as a starter. <laughs> you call Glock you him sturdy. What? You get a cool like nickname that. when That's you go undefeated. <laughs> when you throw four tutties, nine on the touchdowns Cowboys. this year, zero interceptions through his career. Do you know Brock Purdy has scored twenty times? And turned the ball over three times. No, 23 times. And he turned it over three times. You mean to tell me Dak Prescott had just as many interceptions last night that is as correct. Brock Purdy has had in like that 12 games? Oh, that's not a good look. Yeah, I have Brock Purdy in many leagues. I don't know what you would have to add to Dak Prescott to get Brock Purdy from me. 
That's a great yeah. question because I don't know either. I don't have Dak Prescott. I'm not trading anywhere. Purdy I have for no Pres- interest Prescott in the Dak Prescott anywhere. experience. Not a chance. No. Dak is Dak even startable in fantasy no. right now? Like in one quarterback leagues in a 12 team league, is Dak Prescott startable? Like out, no, no, not at all. I'm just trying to think no, of the no. guy. I mean, we know the top guys who you start over him. Do you start Kirk Cousins over him? Yeah, I think so. No. Yes. I mean, you yes. Start Kirk Sorry, Cousins. Yes. You start Kirk Cousins. You start Derek Carr over him. Geno Smith. Uh, that's Derek, a conversation. Derek Carr's conversation. You said Geno. You said Geno Smith. I would definitely start Geno yeah. Smith over him. Obviously, Brock Purdy. I would go Geno. Jared Goff. Yeah, definitely Jared Goff over him. I'd start Jordan Love over him. Sam Howell. Yes. <laughs> Sam Howell's like the. <laughs> Sam Howell has been much better than expected, and his defense is much worse than expected. So he that leads to big fantasy games yeah. for Sam Howell. Uh, Russell Wilson. Russ. So you're looking at where where does that put us? That's got to put him around like twenty 23? or something, twenty ish. Like it, he's only startable as a QB two in superflex leagues right now. Yikes! That is bad. That's not great. Dak right, Prescott. Moving on. Uh, go go, yeah. go on. <laughs> Let's, we, we've talked too much about Dak Prescott. <laughs> there are other players who suck this week. <laughs> Starting with one I started, Miles Sanders. Thank you very much. The fumble didn't help. He was a my guy for us. He was. I, he I do want to say I'm not panic bailing on him yet because the offense is bad. And the workload has been He's getting been touches. He's been injured the past couple weeks, and Chuba Hubbard's been getting worked in there. Um, I don't know. Just not not great there for Miles yeah, Sanders. I, I don't like it. And uh, Derrick Henry. What, what? Like, Tajay Spears had a good game, but Derrick Henry didn't? Tajay Spears has played a higher percentage of snaps Pretty much every Derrick Henry, I think, in every yeah. game. That's unreal. Is that not crazy? I know I know Derrick Henry is older. What is he, 29? I just didn't really think I would see the day. I remember I was selling high on Derrick Henry three years ago in Dynasty. And it really didn't pay off until it now. Just, no, until right now. This is the cliff... If you waited, you're now holding the bag because he's like a you know like, RB twenty kind of guy. He's not he's RB fourteen, but in in scoring right now, which is not terrible. That's actually right where we had him ranked in our rankings. But you you probably yep. had to not to pat ourselves on the back or anything. In most casual leagues, you probably had to pay more than that to get him. So he's just not living up to the hype. Not at all. All right. Uh, this one goes out to one player, but it's really the whole team. Ramondre Stevenson had 2.4 points. You cannot start any Patriot at all right now. There is not a nope. single one. I, Ramondre Stevenson, I, I'm not even flexing him at the moment. The whole nope. offense is its the worst offense in the league by far. They look so uh, bad. Najee Harris. So bad. I'm not starting Najee Harris anywhere. Not if it's, I can help yeah, it's, it. It's it's not happening. I'm sorry. Najee Harris is You want to know something bad. really funny? Go ahead. In one league, I had a choice 
between Matt Breida and Najee Harris. Now, Najee Harris was the right choice. And I started Matt Breida by one point. Matt Breida scored four and a half points. Najee Harris had five and a half points. So I didn't really miss. That's that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Not great. Matt Breida had the upside play. That's what I Harris or Ramondre Stevenson. If anybody's going to have a good week. Uh, Burn it down. And there's probably people who drafted those two thinking, I'm set. I have great running backs. You got them in that dead zone the third or fourth round. You're like, ah, these guys, give me the volume. I'll take them. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. What's that Michael Scott meme where he just... (laughs) The big eyes, like, leaning backwards. Whoa. Yeah. Just sit at his desk. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're feeling right now, and I'm sorry. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna go mention these two guys together. We we talked about Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, and C.D. Lamb. Both only had eight points. I am not blaming them. They, for the most part, have no, been fantasy studs. This is on Dak. There were multiple times C.D. Lamb was wide open down the field, and Dak couldn't hit him, or he only had five targets, but like Dak just just couldn't even get the ball there. He was bad. Uh, and Tony Pollard suffered, yeah. suffered obviously when the team is that bad. It's it's just hard. Again, you didn't get in the red zone. So the running back can't do any work when he's not in the red zone. Yeah. Uh, Jameson Williams, what a what a debut. I think he had two catches and a bad drop. So, great. (laughs) Uh, And last but not least, uh, Devonta Smith. I I did say he has some volatility, but I didn't think it was this volatile. If one catch on five targets, that's not good. Uh, A.J. Brown has looked incredibly dominant the past couple weeks, and as a result, Devonta Smith has not. Uh, he has two games of nine-plus targets. Devonta Smith does. Every other game, it's five targets. And I think A.J. Brown has had double-digit targets in every game but one. I'm double-checking here. He had eight targets Sunday, so he has... Three games of double-digit targets, one game of eight, and one game of yeah. six. Yeah, you game, said earlier you asked me Puka or Devonta Smith, and I said Smith. I'd like to change my answer. I, I, I I'm proud like of to you, change man. My answer. And lastly, I think I would prefer Puka, but I've experienced Puka. You no, I, I, I have zero experience. shares of Puka. Not again. It's it, a great it, time. Everything gives the appearance that I hate Puka. I don't. I just don't have him anywhere. I didn't get him off waivers. I'm sorry. My teams were too good. <laughs> I was too high too or too low on the waiver wire, okay? <laughs> I'm just better than you. Uh, uh, and lastly, I do want to mention that Kyle Pitts is not on this list for the first time in over a year. Right now? Over a year. He, Yeah, he's been on the weekly weenies. It was every single week last year and every single week this year. This is the first time. This is a milestone achievement. You need to post on like Instagram, like you know that little card with the star on it. Congratulations, you did it! You didn't make the weekly weenies. Uh, also, shout out to Calvin Ridley because he's been on this list more times than he should have been this year. He looked unguardable this week. I'm happy. Yeah, if only he could have kept two feet in, he would have had a touchdown to boot. Yeah, and he still had like 20 points. He had, like eight I catches. Cal- Calvin Ridley is about to set the NFL record for most. 
non-touchdown catches because he can't get a second. I blame Trevor. Throw a better ball. Calvin Ridley would have like 10 touchdowns in college right now, but because it's the NFL, he's got like two. Uh, Before we go, I do have one thing to mention because as we're recording, I see a, a notification pop on to my screen that Justin Jefferson is a long shot to play this week. Mm. Great. Wonderful. Oh, I love it. it. I have Justin Jefferson in several places. That's not ideal. I do have him in our main dynasty league. Uh, I guess I'm slotting in Chris Godwin. Not a terrible option. It's not the same. But it's not Justin Jefferson. Not, not the same. It's, it's not. Mm. On that yeah, disappointment. That is a terrible disappointment. It, it is time to end. Appreciate everybody watching, listening, rating, reviewing the show, subscribing, all the things. Um, we're having a blast doing this. We'll see you again this week when we're previewing week six. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.